Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You know those illegal immigrants that assaulted those cops? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it turns out they're not small time. Not at all. They're running a sophisticated theft operation. In fact, they're the same ones. You know what's going on right now? It's really interesting to, to, to pay attention to. No one currently in the FBI is at all concerned about who's coming over our border. I mean, yeah, Christopher Ray is warned, hey, we're in the worst terror threat envi- environment ever. Ever? Oh, yeah. Worse than before 9-11, he said, before Congress. And then he offered absolutely no prescription for it because yeah. that would involve closing the border, and he doesn't want to do that. So there's this thing going on. Former FBI officials and high-ranking ones, like special agents in charge, like of the Philly office, Charlotte office, like that, assistant directors, have begun to come forward, and they're warning, and they're warning, and they're warning. Oh, my gosh. We, no, this is what's happening. This is what's coming. Um, and it's, it's, it's happening day in and day out now, and the stuff they're seeing is chilling. Um, probably one of the most shocking paragraphs, Lee, that I have read recently was in that letter. I'm still talking about it. I talked about it yesterday on the Battleground podcast from those former, F- former, not the current, former uh, FBI leaders. And it is this. In 2021, this is from their letter last week to Congress. In 2021, the demographics of those clo- uh, crossing the poorest southern border started to shift. Young men from around the world traveling alone and holding questionable motivations dramatically increased in number to become the most common profile of those breaching the nation's border. A startling number have been found on the terror watch list or from countries designated as state sponsors of terror distinctly unfriendly to the United States. It's weird. Yeah. It's real weird. Yeah. Can't can't imagine what's going on. No, I'm sure it's nothing. Nothing at all. And if you ask anything racist... Yeah, well, but every once in a while, the truth shines through. Like, this made me sit straight up yesterday from Fox News. Did you hear this? Border officials telling us that the fastest growing group of illegals now comes all the way from China. Some are said to be using apps like TikTok to book smugglers to help them sneak across and to tell them where to cross. According to you, Bill, Chinese migrants are now the fastest growing demographic crossing the U.S. southern border into the United States. Turns out one factor behind that is the State Department has been slashing Chinese visas for years. Yeah, and so um, basically they're just, it's free for all now. So they just come right across the border. But that's that's a nice cover there by Fox, but that's not what's happening. Um, we now know the Chinese, is lit- the Chinese uh, are literally bringing them over on ships. Michael Yon is reporting this, and they have built their own migrant facilities down in South and Central uh, America, where they, they house them and then prepare them for the trip north. Mainly men, weirdly. Um, almost no women. Military age. Interesting. Wonder if they're planning on opening another uh, illegal bio lab. Or no, really. Just 
you know, I'm just going to hang out. I don't know. But um, but anyway, another FBI warning last two days, um, the Venezuelan gangs who run the prisons in Venezuela, they are every bit as bad as the Mexican cartels, if not worse. The Mexican gang, this particular Mexican gang had so taken over the Mexican prison, they had to liberate the prison. They had to send in 11,000 armed cops and military. 11,000? 11,000. Unbelievable. That, that's a military operation. Yeah, That's truly. a war. Yeah, because they, they had taken over the prison system and were operating from it. I mean, they had just, you know, kicked out the prison guards, taken over the system, and were using it as a base of operations. So um, th- this particular uh, FBI, former FBI warning uh, was that this gang has now infiltrated America and they're doing what they do for income. They're going into border towns that are in America and there's a lot of immigrant businesses there and they are shaking them down. Uh, taxes, protection money, mob style. Yeah. They're shaking them down uh, because a lot of these people have relatives in Venezuela. All right, we'll kill your relatives or you can just pay taxes to us. So this is in America. This is absolute total and unmitigated chaos. Now, who else is part of this Venezuelan gang? Uh, and, and by the way, this is interesting. I mean, this is not mainstream media, KTSM in Texas. FBI agent, others warning of Venezuelan gang entering into the U.S., okay? Who, who, uh, who, what else are they running? They're running the robbery gangs on mopeds in New York City. Gee, that's just like what happened to those two police officers yeah. in New York, isn't it? So this isn't random and, and just a couple of migrants from the shelter down the street as it was originally portrayed because they didn't know. Um, and now the NYPD in the New York Post, two articles this morning. Warning, wait, these are these Venezuelan gangs. They're organized and they're international. They conquer turf. Remember how this happened, Lee, because this is what's so galling to me. This is not a cop who tried to arrest a, a thief, okay? This was a cop who very politely asked the illegal immigrant to move on. He was loitering. And the illegal immigrant's like, no, this is my territory. It's not your territory. And beat them down. Because they're like, nah, we're, 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 we're a Venezuelan gang. I mean, who do you think you are? NYPD? Who's that? Listen to this report on Fox. Boy, this is just mind-numbing. I can't believe this is going on in this country. The NYPD says that gang of moped riding migrants who are accused of running a robbery ring are also hacking into bank accounts saying, quote, they're getting into their Venmo, they're getting into their Zelle accounts, and they're using that money to make purchases. They're clear, they'll clear out the accounts. This is organized. It's almost like the mafia. And it started out as organized retail theft here in New York City, which, of course, you don't get, you know, put in jail for. You don't get charged bail for that. So basically, they're on their Moped, which is stolen, they go out, they steal a phone, and then they they, they hack into the phone. Uh, they've hired a hacker. They hired a hacker. They hired a hacker. According to the, and this is all from the NYPD. This is not me saying this yeah. to be clear, folks. And then once they clear out the Venmo and the Zelle accounts, one of them went to Home Depot to do that. Then they take the phone, they clean it, and they send it overseas to sell it. Then they go home to their migrant shelter hotel room. The Row Hotel is a favorite for these gang members, and then they get a 
free meal uh, thanks to taxpayers. Basically, the New York Post says that we're a bunch of patsies. Anyway, according to the NYPD, the gang is facing 62 grand larceny charges. They're implicated in dozens of attacks dating back to November of 2023. You know, three months ago, everybody. The moped drivers make up to 100 bucks a day. The phone snatching, you can make up to 600. The suspected leader right now, Victor Parra, is still at large. These are migrants coming in from Venezuela, Ecuador, uh, Honduras, Mexico. Uh, this is the same group that dragged that 62-year-old Brooklyn woman. Mm -hmm. uh, and we saw that video that was shocking. That was new. Here's what the New York Post says. The Democratic Party is turning New York City into a Shangri-La for international theft rings of migrants here to rob and burglarize. Taxpayers put the bill for the thieves' hotel accommodations, plus three meals a day, a long list of other benefits, you know, phones, too. Even free bus tickets that they have to skip town in a hurry. If you're a criminal, what is not to like? To be clear, everybody, wake up. They are coming across the southern border, and they know exactly where they are going. Is there any enemy of the American people that we do not either fund or welcome across our border? I, I don't think we've missed anything. From Venezuelan gangs to Iranian-backed Houthi rebels, I, I just, you know, we either welcome them into the country or just send them pallets of cash. To, <laughs> I, it's, just, it's, it's just, we're so stupid in this country. The well, leadership is, at least. Or, or Biden secretly lets them use the CPB1 app to go from Iran to America as illegal immigrants. They go right through the airports. By the way, you can use that if you're in Afghanistan, too. Yemen. So welcome, Houthis. He's uh, brought in over 2,000 that way. Um, was hiding it from Congress, but uh, Center for Immigration Studies got it. So they're all here. Um, the, you know, and, and what is so galling? We expect this from Democrats, Lee. We do. Because uh, they hate America. They hate Americans. Uh, no. They uh, do. I mean, it's, it's, it's very just, obvious. But when you see Mitch McConnell yeah, going I'm, along with it, yeah. do you think, I mean, I, I'm hopeful, do you think he finally overstepped his bounds? Because um, headline, Republicans start calls to kick McConnell out of leadership over the border. Well, that's been going on for a while, with, unsuccessfully. Well, no, not really publicly like it is right now. I mean, it's, 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 it's Mike Lee. It's Ted Cruz. Head on uh, headline knife, knife stab from Mitch McConnell over border bill. Republicans start calls to kick him out of leadership and accused him of a bromance uh, with the Democrats. And I, I've never seen him do this before. He walked that bill back, walked the bill back, said, oh, well, you know, never mind. Well, you know, oh, forget it. We're not going to ram it down your throat. Well, you spent the last six weeks trying to ram it down our throat. So I don't know, Lee. I'm like, I'm, I'm hopeful. This is the biggest backlash I've ever seen against Mitch. If we could get him out of there. We would forget he is the bat. He is the really bad apple in that bunch. Then who do we put in? Honest to God, I mean, I think almost anybody would be better than Mitch at this point. <laughs> you know, I mean, even Lindsey Graham. I mean, he only stabs in the back like half the time. <laughs> but Mitch McConnell is full on hundred percent whatever Chuck Schumer wants. Plus, the, the you know what it is. This is why these guys got to go. This is the difference between Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell and everybody else. Both of them have leadership funds, yeah. or in Kevin McCarthy's case, had, yeah. that are an instrument of terror. You're seeing Kevin McCarthy use his last $17 million. We could use it against Democrats. God, God knows we need it right now. No, he's using it trying to take Nancy Mace out, yeah. out on the coast. He's using it against other concerns. The only reason he's not using it against Ralph Norman is because Ralph Norman agreed to uh, endorse Birdbrain. Um, in 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 it's it's a protection racket. So otherwise, you'd see them trying to take him out too. Um, yeah. so I don't. I I mean I don't. I don't know. Fingers crossed. Maybe Mitch went too far this time. Maybe one can only hope.
Yeah, because this is such a disaster. They've already lost, this, the Uniparty's lost control of the House. I mean, when, when you got Mike Johnson as speaker and he's like, no, we're not doing your Uniparty amnesty bill. Um, whoa. I mean, we haven't seen Republicans act like that since before George Bush. So, I mean, we could get, we could get Mitch out over this thing. It could be good. I don't want to count my chickens, or rather turtles, before they're hatched. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, the Democrats are using the strange rain situation out in California to scare people. Climate change. Okay, one of the things that we will realize was a major problem around 2030, that is the year when American domestic coal use will go to zero at the current rate. No more coal-fired plants. They will all be shut down. And we'll save the world, right? We're going to save the world from carbon? No. Mm-mm, no, we're not. You want to know the stark raving mad stupidity of liberal policies on coal? I mean, just just pure, pure dumb. It's almost as if they're attacking capitalism and using coal to do it. We're shutting down all our coal plants, right? We have been. We started around 2010 with Barack Obama. We've actually shut down um, more than 80% of our coal, and they've got that last bit left, okay? Understand this when the lights go out. Remember me wherever you are, even if you don't listen to the show anymore. Listen to this. Remember this, 2030, lights go out. Why? 20% of our energy is gone. Why? That's how much coal makes up right now. I tell you this all the time. By executive order, it will end. And this isn't theoretical. It's been going on since 2010, these plants shutting down. But we haven't stopped mining coal. It's just we send it to India now. And because we send it to India and China and all these other places, guess where our manufacturing is moving? Gosh darn, China and India. Actually, they're moving out of China and moving over to India. As India sets records for the amount of what? American coal it's purchasing. Why? Because we don't, we're shutting down our coal-fired plants, pretending we're doing something. While we send our coal and our manufacturing with it to India. Damn, are we dumb. Because they don't burn it as cleanly as we do. So the world's going to get dirtier. U.S. thermal coal exporters recorded more than $5 billion in overseas sales in 2023. Shipping upwards of 32.5 uh, million metric tons of the high-polluting, powerful fuel. Huh. Second highest ever on record. 
only behind 2022's $5.7 billion. This comes as U.S. utility coal usage for electricity generation tumbles to the lowest in this century. Yes, and as Barack Obama, by getting rid of coal, managed to double, double energy bills between 2010 and 2019 due to his policies, some of which Trump couldn't stop. In 2023, India was the largest destination for U.S. coal shipments, with 11.8 million tons delivered. It's 36% of our shipments, up 130% from just the year before. Why do they need so much coal? Well, they're opening a coal-fired plant on average every other day. So exciting for them. And guess where the manufacturing's moving? Yeah, we're going to hear all kinds of, wow, we just can't make things anymore. So sorry, the industrial age in America is over. It's so sad. Why is it? Well, we just can't compete with the third world. Why? Oh, it's complicated. No, it's because we shipped them our damn coal. Folks, we don't have real problems. We have people who go up to Washington full time that we are such an amazing and dynamic country. Our capitalism is so almost unstoppable. People up there, these leftists, they have to go full time, figure out how to stop it. And by the way, if you're listening, you're a troll. Ask yourself this. Would you rather we burn that coal here or would you rather our companies burn that coal in India? Because that's all you're doing. You're increasing pollution. India is expected, Reuters reports, to remain a keen buyer of international coal as the country's domestic reserves are being depleted. And power firms rely on coal for about 75% of India's electricity, a number that grows every year. Of course it does. Why? Next paragraph. This comes as major U.S. companies such as Apple have been shifting manufacturing supply chains from China to, ding, 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 India. A move called friendshoring. Yeah, they could come here. Just We don't, okay, the, uh, yes, the part about electric bills doubling. They can't afford it. Okay. In a separate report, Reuters pointed out that Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government increased coal generation in just 2023 by 11.3%. The fastest pace in five years. So good for them. By the way, did you know The last three years, on average, how much their GDP has grown? Not from printing money and borrowing it like ours. Ours is silly. No, I mean like actually grown because they're they're doing our manufacturing now. Six to seven percent every year. Folks, you know what we're going to be doing? We're going to be sneaking over the Indian border. That's what we're going to be doing. In the next 18 months, Reuters reports in India, about 19,000 megawatts of capacity is likely to be commissioned. Why? with the manufacturing expansion. Many of these companies who, have, oh, this is the part that's calling. Many of these companies who have adopted woke green policies will be or have already produced goods in India on a grid heavily reliant on coal. To sum it up, Biden is making coal great again with surging record-breaking exports to the people and the countries our manufacturers are moving Do you see what's going on with this? Did, all these things make sense. Did you see the household survey? Yeah, we had the very fake news reports. Some conservative uh, talk show hosts fell for them. The very fake news reports about how there's this job boom, right? 335,000 new jobs. That's weird. That's weird. Because that was the estimate. When, they, uh, when the Census Bureau actually calls and does the household survey, you know what they found? A drop of 63,000 full-time jobs in just January. Wait, wait, wait. So do we add 335,000 or do we lose 65, 63? I don't know. You tell me. 
Where might these jobs have gone? Well, if we're not making stuff here, I mean, do we really need to employ anybody? No. And what hides it is every new job created, even if it's a part-time job, is counted as a job. So they get rid of the high-paying full-time jobs because they're just going to go to India and places like that. And then they replace it with two part-time jobs as the poor guy tries to keep a mortgage paid and a, and a, head, and a, and a roof over his kid's uh, head. And we call it progress. Progress. Saving the world from pollution or something. Except now we're burning more coal. In fact, if you look this up, last year was a worldwide record for coal use. Who is driving that? Democrat Party. Democrat Party. Democrat Party. You know what I think? I don't think any of this is an accident. No, 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 no. I think they use the cover of green this, green that, because they're actually communists and they're trying to kill off the economy, cause pain and so you'll be more likely to depend on them and the government so to sum it up biden is making coal great again with surging exports of our coal and our manufacturing at the same time u.s corporations flock to india and china to build products on cold uh, coal power grids they virtue signal back in the states say they're saving the planet by planting trees and buying carbon credits and you're out of job oh well Well, Joe Biden let the cat out of the bag yesterday with that speech. They keep telling the left, oh, hey, if it wasn't for the Republicans, then we could close the border. We could fix this. We know that's not true, but we're not the intended audience. They got to keep the sheeple in the flock. So Joe Biden comes out uh, and he gives this speech about, wow, I could just I could close the border right now. If Republicans would just give me the power to let in 1.8 million illegal. I mean, if Republicans would just pass this border bill or something. But what does he say he really needs? In this 17 seconds, he gives the whole game away. It's amnesty. And by saying this, why would you say this? Because you want to increase the flow. Take a listen to what he said. This is the quote. The, the real meat of the thing yesterday. Now, it doesn't address everything I'd like uh, that I wanted. For example, we still need a path for, of documentation for those who are already here. And we're not walking away from true immigration reform, including permanent protections and a pathway to citizenship for young dreamers who came here when they were children. So we need documentation for people here. Well, there's only one way to do that. You have to get them a green card. You get them a green card in there. I mean, that's guaranteed citizenship unless they do something crazy. We got to document them. What does that mean? It's amnesty. Co-word amnesty. So what is he saying? Well, my answer for my border uh, problem there that I created, because he has the ability right now under federal law to close the entire border if he wanted to. He could close. By the way, he could close it all. He could even close the ports, like the land ports, the, the ones, the food. I mean, we wouldn't want him to, but the one, the foods and the supplies, he could, he could close it all right now. Federal law, I read it to you Monday. But he doesn't want to. And this is all to hose the sheeple. The sheeple need to get good mad. He actually, but this is incredible. We are, it is 24. He took office in January of 21. He's blaming Donald Trump for the border. Like you got to be a full-fledged lunatic with, with, with full-on mental problems or a Democrat to believe that or just work at MSNBC. They just gave the game away. What would you do, bud? Oh, I amnesty. I do amnesty. 
Okay, well, when you say that in the middle of an invasion that has seen a million people come here illegally since October, what are you going to do? It's going to open the floodgates. That's what it's going to do. Breitbart nails this today. Biden gives game uh, plan away. Senate bill precursor to amnesty for illegals. Absolutely it is. It would have guaranteed those borders stay open and given him cover to leave them open. It was a disaster. But again, folks, how do we fix this? What, what is the way we, we obviously have a Senate that's against us. What could we do theoretically right now? What would really put a dent in this so we don't see another million every quarter come through? They're, they won't come if we don't pay for their trip. So that means that the $20 billion, yes, with AB, $20 billion the Biden administration has spent in the last two years, hotel rooms, both on this side of the border and the other one, new clothes, new shoes, $500 cash card for each illegal. So if you're family, you're really getting rich there. Um, all of that that you paid for, cut it off. Cut off the money. That's why they come over the border looking so fresh. Cut off the money. And this week, for the first time, we have made tremendous progress because we found the money. We know where the money is. We know where the money is uh, in the budget. And, and what would it take? Well, some of it is in the State Department budget. Some of it, uh, that that is the money that goes to the UN. Some of it is in the Health and Human Services budget. Some of it is in the Department of Homeland Security budget. Most of it is under refugee resettlement. We cut that, this flow would drive right up, dry right up. Wait, you mean I got to have enough money to walk all the way up from the Darien Gap? Yep, you do. Because most of them get robbed when they go through there, right? That's why we're there replenished. So even if they have the money to get through, like their terror group gave it to them, um, they, they still, they get robbed and so they need it replenished. We buy their food. We pay for their transportation. We pay for their clothes. We give them the shelf up. We know where it is. And Mitch McConnell can stab us in the back all he wants. What it would take is the, re- we, and it only needs one, needs one house. And guess what? The budgets start in the house. It would take Mike Johnson and the others saying, no, we're cutting it. Sorry. How do you cut it? Easy peasy. You do appropriations bills. These are not hard things. Right now, they can't cut it because they keep doing the CRs. And that was the reason they threw Kevin McCarthy out because Kevin McCarthy would only do CRs. What is a CR? You can only vote it up or down. It's a continuing resolution. It's not a budget. CRs have been what has destroyed this country financially. It's what's led to our debt. They just say, yeah, we'll wait till mm, six days before the budget's due instead of spending six months doing an appropriations bill. And then guess what? We'll just say, oh, no, the government will shut down. We better. We have to pass the CR. And inside of it is all this money. So what do they have to do? They're going to have to do an appropriations bill for Homeland Security, appropriations bill for Health and Human Services, appropriations bill for the State Department, and cut it out. Cut the money out. And then make the Democrats vote on it. Oh, but we don't have much of a majority. Who cares? I don't care. Not interested. You have enough of a majority to do it. Make them vote. Make them vote. Look, you make them vote against cutting the money for the phones, the hotels, the flights, and the buses. Make them vote. And then you know what you do? If you want to win, you take that roll, you take that vote, it's a roll call vote, and you run ads in every one of those Democrat swing districts that a Congress member's in. This is so easy. I can figure it out. And I'm not even up there. 
You take it and you use it for commercials, run in swing districts against the Democrat, and you win those districts. But see, we didn't have the money before. We just thought it was an invasion. They were magically, poof, showing up. But they're not. You're paying. Really great article on this uh, is the Biden administration has spent $20 billion on refugee resettlement in just two years. They can't afford to make it if we don't pay for them to come up. Cut the money off. They won't come up. Instead, Biden doubled down yesterday. That 17 seconds was a message to the illegals. Come on, come on, come on, working hard. I'm going to get you amnesty. Just got to wait till the after the election. We get you amnesty. I'm going to get you amnesty. I'm going to get you amnesty. By the way, you need to listen to yesterday's Battleground America podcast. We deep dove into Arizona where illegals have their first swing state. They are on the rolls. They are registered to vote. And yes, they will be voting in federal elections. Every one of them but the president. So they're going to vote in the two swing districts, uh, congressional swing districts. They're going to vote in that key Senate race for Kerry Lake. And then there's two more congressional districts, which theoretically could go either way. Uh, they're less swingy, but they're, yeah, so it's four total. And illegals have the vote right now. They have their own registration category. You're thinking, isn't that illegal? Yeah, but the Department of Justice doesn't prosecute it, so. So, I mean, you know, we need to defund now. We could do that, right? That is the only solution right now, and it'll really slow the, the flow. At the last minute, the vote on impeaching Mayorkas was 215 to 215. Meaning if the Republicans hadn't expelled George Santos for getting indicted, which really isn't even that big of a deal anymore. I mean, Biden Justice Department, does it even mean anything if you get indicted? I don't think so. They'd have won yesterday. I'm still not over this. So George Santos, I mean, he is a shy star. Let's not kid ourselves. He made up his whole backstory. He's, he's a liar. Anyway, the D, but I mean, the, no more than, say, Bob Menendez, who's been indicted twice, as Lee pointed out, in the Senate. He's a Democrat, right? So the Democrats scream for like six weeks, Santos, Santos, Republicans are corrupt if they don't kick him out. And the guy had like a 95% plus conservative voting record. He's a great voter. Do you seriously think that the Democrats would have kicked Santos out if he voted like that, if he was a Democrat? No, they're not stupid. So we were like, okay, sure, we'll kick him out. Yeah, even though we have the smallest majority in, in, well, American history for the last 100 years. But, you know, hey, we'll just, yeah, we'll kick him out if the Democrats say so. Okay, cool. Santos yesterday would have impeached Mayorkas. You know, and if you're going to be, like, really dumb and kick out a vote like that, you know what you do? You say to the Democrats, okay, we'll kick Santos. We'll expel him after you guys expel Menendez. He's been indicted twice. Santos has only been indicted in one round. Two rounds for Bob Menendez. But we're like, no, okay, well, you want Santos out? Okay, you want us to narrow down our majority? Cool, we hear you. Let's go ahead and do that. No. Every time anybody asked me if I was majority leader, I mean, not majority leader, if I was, well, if I was majority leader or if I was a speaker, I'd be like, well, you know, we're, we are prepared to kick Santos out the second Bob Menendez is gone. That would have been my pat answer. You know who was outraged over this, folks? Fetterman is a Democrat, by the way. He's outraged nobody's kicked Menendez at, and he's a Democrat. Nobody on our side even pointed this out. So if you want to know why we lost the, the vote yesterday to impeach Mayorkas, literally because we're dumb and can't do math. 
We're dumb and can't do math. That's it. Look, if Menendez, uh, and, and here's the thing with Menendez, as, as Fetterman brilliantly pointed out, after someone, I guess, slipped him the red pill at the hospital, as Menendez, I'm sorry, as Fetterman brilliantly pointed out, look, Santos isn't, you know, being accused of being compromised by a foreign government. Menendez is, and he's still sitting on a committee with the security clearances. I know. I mean, look, when George, when, I'm sorry, when Senator Fetterman makes more sense than Republican leadership on something, something is, is wrong, okay? It's like really wrong. I miss George Santos, by the way. Things that have gone very differently yesterday. We didn't kick him out. We deserve it. We're just stupid. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.